This is an interview on Sunday, December 16th, 2018, with Petrification lead singer Jason Barnett by Nick Burkett. How's it going today, Jason? Pretty good. How are you doing, Nick? Uh, doing well. Uh, just looking forward to a fun interview. Um, now, can you fill me in on your musical background? Uh, well, you know, I started doing music about 15 years ago or so, you know, just uh, experimenting with noise, and then uh, I ended up joining some bands when I lived in Dallas, and then ended up moving to Portland and starting Petrification. Tell me, what's it like being a musician in Portland nowadays? Uh, it's great. It's uh, definitely very competitive, you know, especially in the metal scene. You know, there's just so many great bands here right now, you know, but we, we also really support each other and, you know, the shows are just great, really well attended. So it's, it's, it's great to be a musician in Portland right now. So who are some of your other favorite musicians uh, playing right now? Uh, you know, um, in Portland, well, we have all kinds of great bands. We have, uh, you know, Lord Gore um, is one of the, you know, they've been around for one of the, you know, the longest and just putting out great music. They're about to have a, a new album out. Um, there's, you know, Disembowel, uh, Extraneous, um, you know, just, there's all kinds of great death metal bands, black metal bands. I notice you do a lot of album work for bands. Can you tell me how you first got into that? Well, you know, I I started uh, back in Dallas. You know, one of the first album covers I did was for a band called Forever Mourn, and they were just a local black metal band. And you know, they just they were friends of mine, and they I had been doing art for a while, you know, and they saw my art and were like, you know, we'd like you to do something for an album cover. You know, and then that eventually led to me working with some different sludge bands. And, uh, like, the Land of Smiles record label was one of the first labels that saw my art, and I did a, you know, a cover for a compilation for them that had bands like Coffins and uh, Fistula, you know. I see. Excellent. Um, What has been some of your favorite artwork that you've composed? Uh, well, you know, that's an interesting question, you know. Usually, like, some of my favorite stuff I get to do is just where it's something I'm doing as personal work, you know. Like, I, I love doing stuff for bands, you know, but when I'm just left to doing my own style, you know, it's kind of different, you know. So those pieces that, you know, when I get to work on something for myself, those mean the most to me. Taking a look at that ghastly album artwork with what looks like some dude slowly being consumed by tentacles makes me think of the movie The Spookies. Can you tell me everything that's going on in that picture? I speak about, like, the Petrification album, Hollow the Void. Right. Uh, that's that's actually... Um, he was named Arachnid. It's one of the, the central figures. It's the same figure that was on the, the demo cover. You know, basically we just put him in a setting, you know, and you see kind of in the background different representations of the different songs you know and you know you see the the giant spider lurking in the background you know and that's a a reoccurring theme in a lot of our songs and artwork you know is spiders what are some of your favorite horror movies 
Oh, wow. Uh, that's a tough one. You know, like, I tend to like mostly uh, supernatural horror or like body horror type films. Um, you know, I really love uh, Fulci, uh, The Beyond. You know, it's one of my favorite films. Uh, Tetsuo Iron Man, uh, even, you know, more, you know, off the wall things like Eraserhead and Begotten. Yeah. The stranger the better for me. <laughs> now, um, what's the typical process like for petrification to craft a song? For the the demo is definitely, you know, primarily uh Tom would write the song and then uh you know, we would kind of well he would come up with the riffs and then we would kind of all work together on like, you know, arranging and composing the song. Um the new material that we're working on right now it's uh you know, David, Tom, and Chris are all, you know, working on different riffs that we'll use, you know, and then we, basically we come together, we compose the songs. I I tend to come in and help with, like, ideas for transitions and things like that, you know, to kind of tie everything together. And then Mario, you know, just comes up with, you know, whatever he wants, you know, with the songs that we provide with him. What was the transition like going from your debut EP, Summon Horrendous Destruction, to uh, this year's full-length Hollow of the Void? Did you feel like the way your band composed music, did it change at all? You know, I don't I don't really think so. You know, like, like, I think we've had great dynamics from the very beginning as far as, like, the way we get along just on personal levels. And, you know, I think that translates into our writing process which tends to go pretty smoothly you know um you know so i don't i don't think much has changed you know just i feel like we've all gotten you know improved as musicians you know and are constantly you know getting better and and honing our craft i notice you have that song on your ep summon horrendous destruction as well as the full length can you tell me the evolution of that song from when you first composed it to like appearing on Hall of the Void? I think we just kept, you know, getting it tighter and uh, trying to push it and make it heavier, sound heavier, you know. Like, really, it's I wouldn't say so much that the, the song evolved, just that we're constantly evolving, you know, so I think we definitely sound tighter, you know, on the fooling versus the demo, you know, just because we're constantly practicing and, you know, trying to improve as musicians. How often do you guys uh, practice when you're out in Portland? You know, ideally, we practice twice a week, you know, at least once a week, always, you know, but ideally, at least, you know, we try and get in two practices, you know, and it, it really depends, you know, if we're deep in the writing process, you know, we might be up there even more, you know, it just depends on where we are and what we're doing at that point. So how long do your practice sessions usually last? You know... We usually practice for a good, like, three hours or so, and then, you know, we just end up hanging out, you know, for another couple of hours, you know, about five hours total, something like that, that we're at the space, you know. When you listen back to the full length, what song means the most to you? For me, definitely The Hollow of the Void, the the title track, um, just because it, you know, it's probably one of the ones that just the lyrics are more personal to me than 
you know, a lot of the other lyrics. So that one is definitely, you know, one that means the most to me. Can you give me um, another answer for another member of the band? <laughs> I can try. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, maybe uh, Chris Nukes, what was his favorite track? I mean, I I know he just, he loves Summon Horrendous Destruction. He thinks that's like one of the greatest songs. You know, it's one of the first things he heard from us, you know, because he, you know, booked our first show, you know, and that was the first song we played, you know, and he said he was like, you know, standing to the side, you know, just kind of not paying that much attention and then he heard it, you know, and it was just like, holy shit, you know, like, what is this? Because you know? he wasn't really familiar with us, you know, he booked us, he's just, just you know, on like our word, you know, that we would be an okay band, you know, because we hadn't recorded anything at that point. Awesome. Now, everyone in Petrification's a seasoned veteran. What's the recording session like with Charlie Corin? Oh, you know, it's it's great. You know, he that you know he just really has a vision that aligns with our vision, you know, so it, it goes very smoothly. You know, he, he knows what we want to sound like, you know, and what we're going for. What what song did you find your band needed to spend the most amount of time on? Oh, um, the full length it was definitely uh, Devouring Abysm, you know, which is the, the last track. It, you know, it's, it's almost seven minutes long. Um, it's the last one that we had written you know, so that was, and when we recorded it, you know, it was still, we were still just getting it to that point, you know, of it, it being like where it needed to be, you know, so it was definitely the most challenging one on that album. For you, um, what songs did you get down with the fewest takes? Definitely, you know, just probably, uh, you know, Someone in Horrendous Destruction and, uh, you know, just the demo songs, you know, I was definitely like had practiced those the most, you know, so those, you know, came out the easiest. What's it like for music fans out there that get to see you guys perform for the very first time? They're probably a little scared. <laughs> hmm. No, because I'm a, you know, I'm about six foot seven and we're all pretty like large guys that are kind of intimidating, you know, so I think when we play, you know, people are terrified, you know, and that's kind of what we're going for, you know, it's just, you know, to, a, a totally unhinged performance, you know, that kind of puts the danger back in metal, you know. I guess, um, what are your favorite two or three songs to perform live? You know, I really like uh, Stagnation of Transmigration, just because that song's a total ripper. You know, I like performing uh, technological assimilation, you know, and also just, you know, getting to perform someone who are in this destruction, you know, that's usually the one that people are most familiar with, so it always feels good to, like, play the song and people, you know, know the song. You know, they know when the changes are, they're even familiar with the lyrics, you know, so it's always fun to perform that one. Petrification performed at Asakusa Music Fest in Tokyo, Japan. Can you tell me a bit about how long this has been going on for, and a bit about like the types of bands it promotes? Our our friend Jason and Rude, you know, was really adamant about Naru, who who runs the festival, you know, 
to hear us, you know, and, and, and really wanted to get us out there, you know, because he thought we, we would go over well in Japan, you know, so, you know, it went on, you know, we started planning it uh, a while, you know, before the actual festival, and, uh, you know, they, they really promote, you know, the, the underground, you know, in extreme music, you know, it can be, they, they promote, you know, the underground bands in Japan and also all over the world, you know, so we got to play with, you know, some great Japanese bands and then bands from just all over the world. Sorry, my dog was coming out. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Um, what was your, like your favorite memories of the Asakusa Fest? I mean, you know, well, getting to uh, we played a a pre-show with Coffins, you know, and that was, you know, that stands out in my mind. You know, just getting to play with Coffins and see them. You know, they were so heavy and tight and you know energetic. It was just really amazing you know and then also getting to play you know share the stage with convulse and see them you know play you know the whole world without god album that was amazing yeah you know definitely those two instances stand out in my mind did you get a chance to see abigail perform oh yeah abigail was awesome <laughs> they 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 were definitely one of the like most energetic and fun bands that play. Yeah. It's really great seeing them. Besides the Asakusa Fest, what was like your favorite times being out in Japan? You know, we made, we made a real point to go out and you know see a lot of stuff. You know, um, for me, the highlights were like, to be honest, the onsen, which is the, the bathhouse. You know, in Japan, I went to several of those. And, I, those were amazing, you know, especially after playing shows, just getting to go and relax in the bathhouse. It's really awesome. You know, we also went to uh, a day trip to Kamakura and uh, we rented electric bikes and just, it's, it's uh, we went to the beach and we just, you know, rode around the bikes, different temples, you know, and that's when we, uh, you know, did an interview with Stinch Reel, you know, uh, on Kamakura. It was really amazing. I guess, um, did you get a chance to, like, go to any sort of music stores while you were out in Japan? Yes, but I don't remember any names. <laughs> uh. But, yeah, we went to some really insane music stores. Like, like they they would be, like, three levels, you know, just full of so much gear, you know, like, the, just every, every, like, gear nerd's you know, dream come true, you know, they, they had their, it was amazing. Like, you could definitely, you could definitely go there and drop a lot of money if, if you wanted to go and care. <laughs> you follow any zines, blogs, or radio shows out in the Pacific Northwest? Uh, well, you know, I, the Head Split Records, they do a zine also, you know, that's, that's really the primary one for the Portland Underground. Um, I actually did art for them, you know, and I support them big time. Final words. Uh, I just wanted to thank all the fans out there that have, you know, made this possible. Um, you know, a uh, big thanks to Kristen Tuesday, you know, with Famine Fest. Um, you know, every everything that they've done has really helped uh, get, get us as far as we've gotten. Um, also, I want to thank 
Mattia with Sentient Rune, uh, Dawnbreed Records, To the Death Records. Yeah, that's about it. Hey, this is Jason, the vocalist from Petrification. You're listening to Japan Nick's Rock and Metal Pandemonium. <laughs> 